In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. And here's a few things you need to know. Well, this works out perfectly because today, National Pie Day. So you could go the the dessert pie route. You could go the pizza pie route if you really want to celebrate. I saw this. I thought, oh, DiGiorno stepping up their game for people like me. This is called the DiGiorno Cry Pie. And it's all onions. Oh, mm. All onions? All Yeah, so an abundance Onion. of them. So there's caramelized yellow onions, red onions, and even green onions. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd take all of those and then about three, four meats as well. With some other toppings. And some I mean, green pepper. It's going to be a classic thin crust pizza, they say. Mozzarella cheese on there. And then also some creamy Alfredo style sauce. Oh. And then just tons no. of onions. So they say it's perfect for a you know, date night. Brackets. Well, date nights. Yeah, you may <laughs> you may offend your date, or they may be like me and go, "Yes, I smell onions. Eesh. Let's do this." Oh, uh, but no. they say that if your your bracket gets busted and you're crying, you could just blame the pizza instead oh. of I picked really really bad. So I don't know if we're gonna see these in stores. I know you can enter right now at DiGiorno's website to win some of the DiGiorno cry pies, but cry you don't have much time because I guess now through April 3rd is when you can enter to win. I think they're going to be such a big hit that we're going to see them in stores. Uh, I hope so, anyways. Uh, that's, that's no, a little... not going to try one of those. I like... You can always add stuff to it. That's you true. need a little bit more, you know? I do like onions as a compliment, but not solely. Like, oh, I could just uh, slice them down, fry them uh, up, eat a bowl of them. Really? Yeah. Like bite it like an apple? Mm, uh, I haven't I haven't reached that oh, yet, okay. but I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. But then speaking of your brackets, all the craziness starts tonight and businesses are estimated to lose around $16.3 million due to unproductive workers wow. during the tournament. I mean, do you just kind of plan for this? It's more of like a team building activity where you just maybe bring in some TVs, maybe take everybody out at least for lunch so they can watch the games and then maybe get back to work when they come back to the office. The counter to that that I've also heard is that kind of acceptance and allowance of a little fun at work can actually be more productive. So yeah, depends I on think how so. you look at it. And also, just in case somebody's thinking, this is my year. This is the year I'm filling out the perfect bracket. I don't want to rain on your parade, but I'm a realist. You know that. I always set the bar low, Mm -hmm. and then you can be surprised. Your chances of filling out that perfect bracket are nine, uh, I'm sorry, one in 9.2 quintillion. Whoa. So, I mean, there's always a chance, but the chances are not good. Uh, You know... Isn't it? Who's the trillionaire who? I th- is it Rupert Murdoch who offers up uh, tips on how to? No, but if you win at life, if you do a perfect bracket, he'll give you whatever, like ten million dollars. Yeah, this I think he's going to keep that money. It might not be Rupert the, Murdoch, but you know, somebody. I think I have heard of that. And then one more quick thing: if you are planning on taking a trip anytime soon, <laughs> you may notice that if you are flying Southwest, they may be playing some different style music for the boarding and the unboarding process. Mm -hmm. So in that little gateway area that gets you from the airport to the plane, they said that they're going to try a new way to get people moving. They're going to play some disco music, maybe some hip hop, maybe some electronic dance music inside the jetway to get a little extra pep in the passenger step, hopefully speeding up the process of boarding 
and onboarding. And they say that, you know, that could help boost morale. Yeah, get people moving, get a little step. And, you know, it is, there's something to be said when you feel that beat. Sometimes you can't help but kind of go along with it. That's what they're hoping for anyway. <laughs> I like it, though. Everybody's just kind of grooving along the aisle. Yeah. Uh, that's for real. Yeah, they're going to pump it in. I don't know if they're going to do it like full blast, like club level volume so that you can't even think, but you're going to hear it. So if you do travel anytime soon, let us know what what style did they pick for your jetway on Southwest. Southwest Mm -hmm. goes to Oregon. We've taken it out to Oregon a couple of times. We might have to plan a trip just for that. More likely, it'll... The boarding process will sound like this. Hey, hey, you can't put that bag up. That's too big. Why can't I sit with my child? That's why they're really putting the music in to drown all that out. Tim and Laura, almost as good as sleeping in. Well, almost. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. The Ohio man who was hospitalized... After being bitten by his zebra. Yeah, and I just, I didn't know that it was okay to keep zebras. I mean, I'm guessing it's some sort, it's not in my backyard. I would like some chickens. I don't think my neighbors right now would appreciate Mm -hmm. that because of the small confined spaces. So I'm not going to do that to them. But I'm assuming that this is more of like a large area in which you would keep zebras. Yeah, if you have a large area. I did look it up. For Ohio and Minnesota, there are strict regulations on exotic animals, and and some can be grandfathered in. It seems like there have been a lot of rules changes in the last few years because Mm of incidences such as this. Uh, Deputies and medical crews called to the man's own property in Circleville, south of Columbus. He was bitten and seriously hurt. Now, here's police cam audio of what's going on. Is there a way for you to keep him back? We're trying not to shoot him, but... Yeah. Oh. He said as long as you don't turn your head. Like, don't you... Don't like, turn your head. Keep looking at it. Yeah. I didn't realize that Ohio had such a southern drawl. If you go past a certain point, and Columbus seems to be that cutoff line. That's right in the center of the state. Yeah. Above... It's more of the, what, what you always say sounds like a New Yorker Italian accent, which mm. probably stands to reason. Yep. That's where I'm kind of from, that upper part. Oh but my if you God. go down past Columbus, it gets real southern real quick. Yeah, is there a way to keep him back? Well, don't turn your head. You should keep eye contact with the zebra. He was seriously hurt. Uh, he's going to be okay, unfortunately. They had to put the zebra down because it became aggressive with everybody who showed up. And you I had feel a, bad about that part, too. That. Because, yeah, somebody from the zoo weighed in and said that it was just doing what zebras do. That It was the male zebra, and there were some female zebras in the field. Mm-hmm. And so, naturally, they would try to protect the females in the field. Aww. So, I mean, what, what did you want it to do? Right. It's but just doing now, what zebras do. Yeah. So maybe let's not have zebras in our yard. That's sad. I'm glad he's okay. I'm not happy that he was keeping the thing. I'm very sad that they had to kill it. However, it might lead to my millions, Laura, my ticket to fame, fortune, and retirement. Oh, boy. Here we go. I've already built a sequel before I've written the script of the movie. So, uh, listen. Coming soon, if you loved Cocaine Bear, get ready for Cocaine Zebra. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It bit my arm 
Thinks his plane is black and white. Cocaine Zebra. I'd give an arm or leg to see it. Coming soon. Huh? Some legs? You know that there's going to be so many spinoffs. You want in on this? You want to help? No. (laughs) Tim Burns and Laura McKenna. The Q102 Morning Show. Taylor Swift on Q102, the subject of a new course at Stanford University. That's a pretty reputable school, isn't it? Yeah. I think that their classes probably may be a little harder than, say, some other classes. Although, if you take a course on Taylor Swift, what, what are we learning here? Well, and not just, it's not about Taylor Swift. It's about her one song, All Too Well, from 2012. Oh. I had to go back to remind myself of that one. But... Okay. All Too Well. Okay, I remember that. Now, I remember that it had a really long sort of video, almost a short film. But aside from that, uh, how deep do we go here on All well, Too Well? Well, it could be interesting. So remember I said that the reason I watched the Banshees of Inishiran movie was on recommendation from Taylor Swift. She sat down in kind of a longer form uh, sit-down interview with the director of that movie. Yeah. And then he was talking about her directing the long-form All Too Well video. And it was interesting. Oh. And so I thought, oh, I'll watch that in a Sheeran movie. Yeah. So that's how I came up across watching that one. But yeah, it's uh, it, there was a lot, I guess, that went into it. We old people who've been through college, go, oh, these kids just need a slough course. But Stanford says it's a chance to offer students an introduction on topics taught by alumni. Texas and New York uh, have colleges offering classes on Taylor as well. And, uh. I learned my lesson on not to think that just signing up for something you think is going to be an easy class <laughs> will end up being an easy class. Oh. Freshman year at Denison, I took baseball in the American dream. Oh. Thinking, Psh, played softball for all these years. It was me and a bunch of the guys on the baseball team. Hardest class of that semester. Really? It was a lot of reading, a lot of research papers, a oh. lot of writing. It was fun. But I did not uh, see the level of intensity coming. You don't think they know that? Hey, let's offer up a, a, a class on cotton candy, and then we'll make it really hard, and we'll show uh, yeah, them. Yeah, probably. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. Thank goodness I don't have to deal with today's dating scene, and you uh, are soon <laughs> I mean, to be married yourself. Oh, it's so fun, though, when you do. Mm. Oh. Here's uh, here's another case why. Daphna, a gal in New York, posted a TikTok explaining she walked out of a dinner on a date where they met online because he would not get cheese on his burger since it would have cost extra. Now, there's a lot going on here. First date, burger joint. And well, then, you know, you might want to just keep it yeah. kind of casual. Okay. I get yeah. that. It right. doesn't have to be five-star Michelin-star right. dining, you know? No candles or anything. Let's hear her side of what happened here with the refusal to pay for the extra cheese. We scheduled to go to dinner, and the waitress comes over, and he said, I'm going to take the burger. And the waitress asked him, do you want some cheese on your burger? And he asked, is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra. And he said, okay, then never mind. I got up, and I went to the waitress, and I was like, hey, I just want to pay the bill. I just paid the bill and walked out of the restaurant. So she got up, 
paid the bill, walked out, texted him, I'm out, and then blocked his number because he wouldn't pay $3 for a slice of cheese. Well, that's what I so, so there's a couple things here. One, what cheese slice is worth $3. I get that. Uh-huh. But two, do you end the date because of that? I would have thought, well, you know what? All right, he's not going to be blowing money on senseless things. Maybe this is a maybe this is a financially savvy guy. Exactly. You know, some things are worth an extra three bucks. A slice of cheese, yeah, probably not. He has I principle. Know. I am not yeah. getting a three dollars slice of cheese on principle. She thought he was. In any case, probably good. It's over. They don't agree now. She did the TikTok hoping for reassurance from uh, her followers, but they were on her. Really? Oh, three dollars for a slice of cheese is so criminal. Someone uh, did a agree, though, saying, I'm with him. Cheese should not cost $3, maybe 50 cents. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. That's a bit extreme. But I also think that maybe going through with the date and then deciding, okay, well, maybe we'll just stay friends. Mm. That might have been a better way to handle it. But yeah. I mean, hey, Daphna. You, you remember her name. <laughs> it stood out. I don't know why. Yeah, I think this was not meant to be. Not okay. a match made in heaven. Maybe they will both go on to find better, more suitable people for w- each other. And probably that's a good so. thing. Yeah. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. This goes back a while. Rod from Olivia remembered something we talked about. Bread in, in the aisle. Did you see this? Like, what no. would you do? There's a loaf of bread in the aisle. How, how many people just walk by that without replacing it? So Rod says, I was in Cashwise last Friday. As I walked in the bread aisle, I saw a loaf on the floor right in the middle of the extra wide aisle. I stopped and immediately thought, what would Tim Burns do? <laughs> Should I pick it up or leave it on the floor? Uh, I forget what you say that you wouldn't touch it, right? If it was in the middle of the floor... I think I'd maybe scooch it. If it was sort of just like on the floor under the shelf, I believe I did say, well, I'd leave it. Because at this point, now it's on the floor. Yep, but it's in... It's It's on the floor. I don't want. Why would you not go? Oh, let me pick this up and put it back on the shelf, like a civilized person would do. Because now everybody that's tracking stuff in, it's on that bag. Now it's on the shelf. No, I'm going to let a worker get it. But would I leave it in the middle of the floor? I think I would scooch it to the side. (laughs) So Rod. So what did he do? Does he say what he did? Well, let's see. I'm reading on. He says, "I looked up and saw a man at the far end of the aisle placing bread on the." shelves. I said, hey, there's a loaf of bread on the floor. And he said, yeah, I threw it there. Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I didn't like how it looked. They both laughed and wanted to say to him, Tim would have picked it up, (laughs) but maybe I wouldn't have. I would have (laughs) scooched it. The guy stacking the bread said, yeah, I put it there. In the middle of the aisle. Well, maybe it was just so he would remember to grab it on his way out. I don't know. But wow, Rod, you got to careful, be careful what you say. That was yeah, a long time ago yeah, we talked was, about bread. Because I think if he, it stood out for people that you would just walk by and leave things laying on the floor. Because it's been on the floor. You, have you seen how it's many people walking Don't do it. Wake up. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Morning Shows in case you missed it podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9 or anytime right here on demand.